Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Weekend edition of the show here, lots to talk about. We will be joined in the second segment of the show by Dave Meltzer. The new issue of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter is out right now. It was a day late, so he wasn't on the show yesterday. He'll be on the show today, got a lot to talk about. We'll mostly be discussing a lot of MMA news with Dave, not the least of which is the main event of tomorrow's UFC is off. The Demetrius Johnson and Ray Borg fight not happening. We can talk to him about that, plus a lot of other MMA news, including the Fertitta brothers selling their remaining stake in UFC. It's all over the Fertitta era of mixed martial arts. We can talk to Dave about that today. As far as pro wrestling news, a lot to talk about. You're welcome to call about any of these topics today, 1-800-878-PLAY. That is 1-800-878-7529, toll-free. Text messages, 425-780-7566. I've seen NXT with Asuka vacating the title. Lucha Underground with a really, really fun Cortez Castro-Joey Ryan match. If you've not seen that match yet, I suggest you check that one out. And I've gotten to episode 5 of the Mae Young Classic with the Kyrie-Bianca Belair match and some others as well. We could talk about all of those. I'm going to try to get through the rest of the Mae Young Classic by the time we do Sunday's edition of the show. We also have news about the finale, which is already coming up on Tuesday. So if you're way behind, you're running out of time. you got to get up there and watch the rest of those shows because come Tuesday, the finale will be airing immediately after SmackDown on the WWE Network in the 205 Live time slot. 205 Live will be airing after the May Young Classic. We have ratings to talk about and a ton more. And we're going to kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. You don't gotta go to work, 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 but you gotta go to work, 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 work. You don't gotta go to work. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 if you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. To Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi joining us as always. Dave Meltzer in the next segment of the show. Lots of news to talk about here today. Want to read this email from Mario? You can always email Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. It says, Big Dave noted on the New Observer that the eight episodes of the Mae Young Classic were the top most viewed things on the network this week, so I think that should settle the debate on whether or not people care about the tournament. Well, that is true. I mean, people do care about the tournament. This is in response to a caller yesterday who said he didn't care one bit about the Mae Young Classic. However, however, there's not a lot of stuff on the WWE Network right now that would top the Mae Young Classic. There have been no pay-per-views. They've drastically cut the amount of first-run programming they have. I mean, it should be the most viewed thing on the WWE Network this week. If not, I'd be really worried. I don't know if that necessarily means it's got tons and tons and tons of people watching it. He says, It is very clear that Shayna is the favorite for future storylines. After all that, I do hope that Kyrie wins. What is your official prediction to win the whole thing? And he says, You also said the plan is not to be for the NXT title to be on the line, but I hope it is. It is the perfect opportunity for a fresh start for everyone in the women's division in NXT. Well, my prediction is that Kyrie is going to win it. I don't think Shayna Baszler is going to win the entire tournament. I think they're going to have a good match. I think that Kyrie is going to win. I think that the... Well, I know, as of yesterday, it is not for the NXT women's title. It was never announced as being for the title. They've never said it was going to be for the title. In fact, they've always said it was not going to be for the title. But 
having the title on the line in the finals was discussed, but whatever their plan is, as of yesterday, they're doing something else with the belt. It's not going to go to the winner of the tournament. So plans can change, but that's the story there. Mike, what's your prediction? Uh, you know, I guess it doesn't matter either way for me. Um, I think it's going to be Kyrie Sane, and I think we'll see what they have to. We'll see what they end up doing with the title. I still would would like the idea of them pivoting over and having the the belt for the title, and then you can start your angle that night with the women's reactions that are, are possibly there from NXT who are checking out the finals and them not reacting well to it. But if they decide they don't want to do that and they just want to go ahead, crown the winner, and then say, hey, you're you're in NXT now and, and, and you know start from there and focus on having a, a tournament that ends at a, a takeover or something like that, depending on what they do, I'm okay with that too. It's just there's good life in that division no matter how you cut it. And with the, I think that them – Having Asuka go out the way that they did, I think, was the right thing to do, and I think nobody's lost anything, and they're only going to gain people as they go along here and start signing some of these women. It's from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Before the Mae Young Classic Finals take place on Tuesday, WWE is going to be broadcasting a red carpet special earlier in the afternoon on Facebook Live. Ronda Rousey will be making an appearance and participating in interviews ahead of possibly taking part in the follow-up to the Four Horsewomen versus Four Horsewomen angle. WWE's four will be represented on the red carpet, too, with Charlotte and Bailey advertised to be there. Stephanie, Triple H, Nikki, and Brie Bella, and for an, actually, I shouldn't say former, soccer star Hope Solo will also be appearing on the red carpet show, with WWE hyping that cast members from GLOW will be present on Tuesday as well. The show will be hosted by Kathy Kelly, and the Thomas and Mack Center is the host of all of this Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler in the May Young Classic finale. 205 Live is going to be airing at 1030 Eastern. They haven't announced any other names yet, but I do know that in addition to Hope Solo, WWE is trying to get some other female athletes, big-name female athletes, to be at the taping. So sure if they can get them, we'll find out in the next couple of days. So a red carpet special with Ronda Rousey. I can only imagine what they have planned. Hey, sure. Why not? It's all part of the women's revolution that Stephanie McMahon has helped lead and give us to give give to all. And I'm sure some of this is going to be played up well when she speaks in front of that uh, conference. I believe it's the ESPN women's thing that they're doing uh, where she's going to be interviewed by Hannah Storm. I'm sure that's this is going to play a large part of it, part of it. But, uh, you know, it's that's what to be expected, I guess. And it is progress forward, no matter how you cut it, uh, no matter what you think of some of the things they've done with the quote unquote women's revolution with Charlotte and Becky and Bailey and, and how they've dealt with them individually. These are large, incredibly large steps forward in the realm of WWE. If you look at it past history. Do you know if your gardener is going to be watching the Mae Young Classic or what? I have no idea. It's a nice day, so everybody is out, like, old man style, cutting their lawns. We got the Briscoes are over here, I believe. Uh, uh, Juventud Guerrera just pulled up, apparently. Yeah, so, yes, it's it's a it's a big party over here on John Deere's and uh, Cub Kubota's. <sighs> the Tommy Ono matches person says from this week's NXT was great. It's crazy how much talent they have just sitting there in Orlando these days. I did, in fact, tweet out, let's see if I can find it here. I'll retweet this right here. The finish of the match where Kashizono gave Hideo Itami the best low blow in the history of the United States. 
pretty great. It was pretty great. As you look for that, I'll just wonder why, you know, before a place gets completely inundated by rain, why do you need your lawn to look that good before it just gets completely soaked and is underwater? Well, because the rain will cause it to grow, and so if you don't cut it right now and then it rains, it's going to be impossible to rain in. Yeah, I know, but once, like, the tide recedes and everything, it's not like there's going to be, like, snakes or anything, like, calling through the the high grass. You know, it's not going to grow that much, for God's sakes. All right, I retweeted it, everybody. If you go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, you can check out the fabulous low blow that Cassiusono delivered to Hideo Tommy at the end of that match. It's unbelievable. He winds up like a women's professional softball pitcher, and then... It's a home run, and Atami yeah. sells it great, so it's lovely. And, and, and really did hurt more than just his crotchial region, also hurt his feelings on Twitter, and made sure to say that this is not respect, it is disrespect. Even used a hashtag and everything. Hey, is anybody watching Lucha Underground? I've got no feedback on last night's show. The Cortez Castro-Joey Ryan match I thought was great. There's been so much good wrestling on Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah? And the show is sadly dying a death. We're a few weeks away from the Ultima Lucha Trace show, or series of shows. And after that, nothing. They've made no announcement about taping a season four. They've made zero announcement about a season four. I mean, if they have a season four, I mean, you got to get everything ready. you got to get everybody there. you got to put the set back together. They wouldn't be taping until, like, the end of the year or early next year. Then you got to tape everything. Then you got to edit everything. Then you got to put it back on television. There's no Lucha Underground for the foreseeable future, and maybe no more ever. And mm-hmm. despite some of the criticisms I have had of certain aspects of the show, it is too bad that it seems like it could be over. Uh, interesting that you, you hammer people on gender, and you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Where this is the greatest example of you got what you wanted. We don't want to hear it of. The intergender thing was going to be far more of an issue than than people realized, and the general tone of the show was going to be a lot worse than people realized, and that's been the reaction to it. And I think there were a lot of people that were basically told how to feel about the show. Well, you should like intergender. You shouldn't like intergender. You should like this. You should like that. I think it really took a lot of people out of it. There was such a banter and a debate, and it, it seemed to be a lot of times turned negative pretty quick. And I think that turned a lot of people off, too, where they just kind of threw their hands up and were done with it. And I think the delays, even though they looked at it as TV seasons, I think wrestling fans weren't used to that. I think there were a lot of things that have caused real problems for a company that it's too bad because the aesthetics are amazing. And I hope if if it doesn't continue on and there's somebody else who takes a shot at spending money to to make a venture like this, that they look at some of the positives that Lucha Underground brought to the table because they have brought a ton of them to the table. And it may be over 100 episodes. They have a history. Like you said, it'll die. It'll never really die in syndication. It'll never really die on Netflix. It'll be around forever, those 100 episodes. Hopefully, somebody can take the good that came out of it and, and apply it elsewhere. Somebody remind me after the Dave segment to give my somewhat of a defense of some of the intergender that they had on that show you don't have to no i do i actually have something i, I have oh, to be God. fair i'm okay. going to say one thing and this happened this slightly... week or has this been coming no just in, just in general just in general okay. people critical of it back in a moment with dave Meltzer, wrestling observer live 
It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer joining us here today. The new edition of The Observer is out right now on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Day late, but not too bad, given everything that happened this week. Dave, what's going on? Eh, not too much. Interesting week. 
All right, so tomorrow is the return of UFC on pay-per-view. There was a show last week, but it was a Fight Pass show. This is a UFC pay-per-view, first one since Conor McGregor. And the main event was scheduled to be Ray Borg and Demetrius Johnson. And now that fight is off. What's going on? Yeah, I guess Ray Borg had been sick all week. And he got sicker. And the he was examined yesterday and the... The doctors who examined him ruled that he could not um, could not fight. Uh, so it was not his call; it was the doctor's call. He was not cleared to fight. So that leaves us with a main event of Amanda Nunez and Valentina Shevchenko. Amanda Nunez headlining a pay per view again, even though that Dana was, was never going to put her in that position ever again. He's stuck yeah, now. Well, <laughs> it's just how it works. Yeah, um, I, I mean. It hurts the show because the main selling point of the show was Demetrius Johnson going after the record for most title defenses, most successful title defenses. And so that's off the show. And um, it was already going to be tough. I mean, it was, it was not an attractive pay-per-view card. I mean, so the fights looked good, but it was not a marquee card. And um, two weeks after Mayweather McGregor is going to hurt it bad. So, um, yeah, I, expect, I do expect one of the lowest numbers in UFC history. In fact, in fact if it was the lowest number in UFC history, it wouldn't surprise me at all. How much of a difference do you think the record would have meant to this show? Very little, but it was still the number one selling point. I think the idea that there's two championship matches might have helped slightly, but I think it still was going to only draw the base audience. But this might even draw lower than the base audience because, um, I mean, you know, I don't know, maybe because it, there are some, there are some like, Interesting fights, you know, Melendez and uh, you know, the Neil Magny fight's an interesting fight. Melendez and Jeremy Stevens is a good fight, but there, there, it's not like there's, there's no big-name fight, and that's what sells pay-per-views. Is Dana ready to kill that division yet? The flyweight division? Yeah. Help its cause. I, I don't think they're going to drop it. Um, I know it's been talked about, though, but, um, it, it you know, I mean, because stuff like this happens in every division, but, um, yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't, probably wasn't a fun thing that two days out, you know, two days out that you lose your main event. So what's there, left? I'm sorry, Brian. What's just left now for Demetrius Johnson, though, as far as okay, D, just go ahead, reschedule this fight, hope he gets the win, and then from there, exactly where does he go? Because he seemed to be dead set on he wanted to break this record. Is he open to moving up, or is he completely fine with sitting there and just go, I guess, I don't know, waiting for, uh, what, uh, John, I have no idea. Who has he not beaten yet? It's, it's insane. He's, be- he's, he's beaten almost everyone. There are always guys coming up. I, I, would, I would like to see a Benavides fight just because Benavides has gone unbeaten for so long and is clearly the number two guy, and I know he's beaten him twice, but I just think that at some point when Benavides beats Cejudo, I just felt, you know, you, you you deserve the championship fight. I mean, if Cejudo looks great against Wilson Hayes on uh, the show tomorrow, who knows? You know, That's maybe true. people will go, well, maybe. You know, it's hard because, you know, Demetrius not only beats everybody, but he beats them in a way where you don't want to see a rematch. You know, both because the fights are usually not exciting and also because, they're, you know, he's, not, he's usually not threatened. So there was a time where UFC would run these pay-per-views and there would be title fights headlining sometimes and then other times there would be no title fight headlining. And there was a difference. Like, if you put a title fight in the main event, it would sell more than a show where you didn't have a championship match in the main event. Well, with exceptions. championships, yeah. Yeah, with exceptions, like, you know, there was a major super fight. It didn't matter if the title was on the line. But now every single solitary show must be headlined by a championship match, even if it's a made-up interim title or whatever. 
Well, um, Mayweather, I mean, McGregor and, um, and, and Diaz at 170 really didn't have a championship at stake. Um, but, but as a general rule, yeah, they like to have one or two title matches on every pay-per-view. Does it make a difference now? Are these titles now pretty much completely meaningless? Um, yeah, well, I mean, it depends on the person. I mean, the person means way, way, way more than championship. I think the championship means a little bit. But, you know, if you're like talking about, like, in comparison to years ago, no. It means minuscule to what it meant years ago. Because there's, there's so many titles, and people don't. The more titles you have, the less the titles are going to mean. It's just common sense, and they have whatever it is. They have a lot more titles and a lot more of these interim titles. And people don't, you know, on the street, people don't really care who's the champ or know who's the champ in every division. If there's, like, just one division, and everyone you follow sport knows he's the champ and he's the focal point, that title's going to mean a ton, unless it's booked stupidly. But when you got 11 titles, I mean, it dilutes them. I mean, even though in a real sport where you have weight class and things like that, it's not like these are. There's too many titles in that sense. From a sports standpoint, there's actually there actually should be more titles from a sports fair sports standpoint. But from a business standpoint, there's there's too many titles. Tony Ferguson. Uh, Tony Ferguson went nuts on uh, MMA Hour yesterday about championships and the idea that there may be a Conor McGregor Nate Diaz three fight, and Conor would once again not be defending the title and. The idea that well, Conor if, McGregor if, has if, never if, defended if, a title ever in his career at this point. Yeah, no, if, they, if there's a Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz fight, I'm pretty sure it'll be at 155 and it'll be a championship match. Well, his he just, my point of this is, this guy unleashed on everything, talked about how stupid belts were, do, why do we even have rankings, what's the point of belts, rankings, all of this. I mean, he just lost his mind. I mean, well, I mean, it is what it is. It's just the nature of the sport. If, if that stuff is what drew, then that's what they would be doing. I mean, but as every year goes by, it draws, you know, what you're talking about, the, the, the type of booking that I think every fan really wants, um, or every, every hardcore fan would want, you know, fair, you know, every sports fan would want, it's, you know, fair sports, you know, a fair sports structure. If that drew, everybody would do it, and they would gladly do it. People blame it on the promoters. The reality is, is you've got to blame it on the fans, because the fans, are, the fans determine what works, and as a promoter, you've got to do what works, not what you want. And what works is personalities and grudge matches. I mean, there's just no way around it. I mean, we saw that with Rashad Evans and John Jones years ago and a million examples since. Steven Espinoza said that obviously Showtime would have interest in UFC after the Fox deal comes due. Uh, so now people are actually talking about it. I mean, they're going to have a number of suitors here. And well, it looks like we're, they're going to have a minimum of two because I'm sure Fox doesn't want to lose them. And I would think that there's other companies. You know, it is the most valuable sports property because it comes due at the end of 2018. It's the most valuable sports property coming due in the next year. So it's going to tell us. I mean, in, in the television sports industry, the UFC negotiations are, are a huge behind the scenes story because will, will, will they get suitors from the, you know, um, from the internet world to go along with the television world. I mean, how is this all going to come down? And it's going to kind of like say, you know, like what's the future? You know, it, it's, it's going to very much determine, I think, I think that like what happens with UFC will very much be a, a predictor of what happens to WWE a year later. Well, Dave, let me ask this question, because one thing Vince McMahon will never do is give up any sort of production, right? And nor will he, but Dana White has always been hard against that too. With the new ownership, 
are they willing to back off more and let a say ESPN or an NBC or whoever it is have an outside uh, group come in and, and help produce or co-produce the shows, or is that still off the table for them? I think it depends on the offer, but I would think it's not off the table because let's face it, the NFL does has that, and every you know most major sports have that, and if that's I don't I don't see. I, I think that that would be, yeah, WWE, I think it would be very difficult. But the other thing with WWE is nobody w- would want to do it. Whereas with UFC, the reality is, say, Showtime, Showtime would want to do it because, because they want to run their own thing. Um, they don't want somebody else running it, and they're going to yeah, want that thing because that's what they had with boxing, and that's what they would have with, with all of their things. So, yeah, it's a give and take. Who do you think is winning the May Young Classic? Man, that's a tough one. Um so I guess Shayna, if I'm going to make a prediction based on the fact that we figured that the horsewomen feud is going to be a big deal, um, and in a way where Carrie Sane gets screwed, and you know because Carrie Sane's such a great baby face, and they really push Shayna Baszler as a heel. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it it could go the other way, but I guess if I got to predict, that's the way I go. And well, that, if, if you're going to do book, a if you're going to do a screw book, job finish, one, that's, I, I, I would book that because I'd rather have. Carrie get screwed and chase her anyway. Well, chase her for what? Because there's no title in the line. Bragging rights, keep a feud going. I see. Um, it's not going to be for the women's championship, but um, you know. And then, you know, well, what? my thought is, if you're going to do a screw job finish, if you've decided you're going to do a screw job for the main event of the May Young Classic, I mean, you may as well have one of the horsewomen screw Shayna, and then you have an easy setup for that match. You could do well. You could do that too. I would. I wouldn't have it that overt. I would have it more of a distraction and a subtle thing. I don't want to. I really wouldn't want a, a full screw job because I think that would take away from the from the thing. But at the end, what you want is a confrontation between, um, you know, Charlotte and Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the four horsewomen of you know Ronda's group. That's that's the closing scene to me of the show. And and to do you know, there's many there's. A dozen ways you can get there, but that's where you're going to go. And Carrie Sane has to be, she doesn't even have to be kept strong, but I think it would be foolish not to because Carrie Sane, I think, is, she's such a great baby face, and she's actually the best, you know, because um, she's better than Asuka. So she'll be the best female worker and one of the, you know, like three best workers in the company when she gets going, and she's got a personality that will get over. So, you know, you want to you, you keep her as much in the focus, but she can't be the focus because they've got another direction. All right. Well, Dave, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. The new issue of The Observer is available on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com right now. If you sign up, all of the latest news on GFW and all the stories we've been talking about here today. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. somewhere looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets then call that's right call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals fly domestically and save up to 75 percent you can even fly internationally and save even more yes fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets we'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels rental cars even complete travel packages so don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute 
absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. You can now hear your favorite Sports Byline USA Network shows while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. The latest episode is always available. Stitcher brings radio and podcast listeners a better way to listen to their favorite shows and helps them discover new content. Stitcher delivers personalized audio streams on demand right on your smartphone. Available for your iPhone, Android phones, Stitcher is also available in some GM and Ford dashboard systems. Downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or check out your app store. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez here, WrestlingObserver.com. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots of news to get into here today. We'll take your phone calls, emails, text messages, and more. All of this info is always up at WrestlingObserver.com, but the phone number... 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529, text messages 425-780-7566, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at Sempervivi. Quick question, by the way, which you can either text, tweet, email, whatever. I want your I want your thoughts on something Dave just said, where he said that Kyrie Sane is better than Asuka. Hmm. Do you agree with that statement? Hmm. I was caught off guard when I heard that. Well, she was always more athletic. Uh, she could do more. But, but is she better? Ooh. Here's the thing. Um, no, you know what? No, until she proves what Asuka was able to prove, at least in that in NXT and in front of that crowd and how... She pretty much owned, you know, from the time she stepped in there and certainly the way she's developed there, 
she owns that place. So until Carrie Sane owns that place, you can't say that she's better right now. I just more athletic, uh, more telegetic, more this, more that. You want to try to throw a bunch of stuff out there? Yeah, you can maybe make the case for it, but but better. I, I how can you rate? How can you rank them? Speaking of rankings, how can you rank anyone higher than Oscar right now? She's she really is the best package in the entire world on the female side, I believe. Let's go to the phones. Henry is on the air. Henry, what's going on today? Uh, hey there. Uh, I was going to be calling about the May Young Classic, so I guess I'll I'll weigh in on that topic real quick. I I think uh, Kairi Sane has had a better first month in WWE than Asuka had in her first month, but I don't know if I'd say she's better than Asuka right now. All righty. What's, what's, your, what's your other thought? Oh, well, so uh, you were talking a lot about the Mae Young Classic being, you know, you were kind of worried about it all coming out at once and it being too much to watch. And, and I agreed with that before I watched it, but I actually, I really enjoyed, you know, binging it all at once and just, you know, instead of waiting around a whole week for another uh, few rounds for it, getting to watch all four hours at once, you know, I had to be pretty careful not to spoil things for me. But I actually, I kind of preferred that to how i uh, watching it every week like I did with the Cruiserweight Classic last week. All right. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. Thing with the thing with the binge watching is it's there's nothing wrong with it. That's not my point. My point is my point is it leaves some people with a very very limited window because you have to binge watch all of it before this coming Tuesday. And I know I know there are a lot of people that won't get it all done. Because they've got other things to do, and they don't have time to watch all of those episodes prior to this coming Tuesday. Now, if there were no... Uh, let me put it this way. So, WWE's putting Thunder on the WWE Network. They're going to put WCW Thunder on the network. Now, I have no interest in watching this show. But let's pretend that I did have interest in watching the show. I would prefer if they dropped one full year all at the same time... And I could either watch it week by week, or I could choose to binge watch, like, 52 episodes of Thunder in what I guess would be an attempt to end my own life, okay? That's cool to me. Like, if they drop World Class Championship Wrestling, I want a full year. If they drop another NWA, WCW Saturday, I want a full year, okay? I don't want it week by week by week by week. But that's because there's no time limit. There's no finish line. I would be able to do I would be able to make any choice that I wanted. This is this is forced binge watching. Time sensitive. It's time sensitive binge watching. That's the problem, not the binge watching aspect of it. It's the time sensitive nature of it that I find to be a problem. I hope that I get done with it by Tuesday. I got 3 episodes left. I think I'll have time to watch them this weekend, but I did not have with everything else I do in my life and all the other shows I have not had time to watch more than one episode of the Mae Young Classic since Monday. And i got to get it done by Tuesday. That's just it. So that's the aspect of it that I don't like. Now, what I was going to say about the intergender. This is what I was going to say about the intergender. I'm not a fan of it. I think it was stupid. I think it very clearly ran people off the way that they did it. I don't have a problem with... I don't have a problem with all intergender matches. I've seen several intergender matches on Lucha Underground 
that I thought, you know what, that was a good match. I have no problem with that whatsoever. There were, however, intergender matches that were very uncomfortable to watch. And I think that when you put something together that's very uncomfortable to watch, it can, and it has, driven off viewers, if you look at the numbers, for Lucha Underground in the week-by-week ratings. Now, here's the only, here's my, here's my one defense of them, okay? And it's really not a defense because there have been three seasons, but... Then why are you doing it? But listen, let's say that you're doing one season of Lucha Underground, and over the course of four weeks, you are going to go and you're going to tape all the episodes for the entire first season. You can't look at the ratings and the reaction of the fans and determine what you're going to do later on. It's over. It's done. It's taped. So I have a little bit of sympathy for the promotions that have to tape so far in advance because when you're taping week to week and you're airing live, you can, in fact, look at quarter hours and you can look at ratings and you can make determinations about whether you should do something again. When you've already got a full season in the can... If something goes wrong, like, yeah, maybe you can try to edit it off the show. But, I mean, the show's 42 minutes. It's You've got exactly enough footage for all of these different episodes. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Now, with that said, when you do it in season one, if you see that it's not working, why are you doing it in season two? Uh-huh. And if it's even worse in season two, why are you doing it in season three? So, from that perspective, I have no sympathy for them. Why would they? I mean, if it was a television or a movie, which this is what they are, we're a TV show, we're we're part fantasy, we're this, we're that, where are your focus groups? You had your focus groups in season one that said, ah, we don't like this, and we're not ready for this. Or one of the biggest problems is, is the show wrestling? Because if it's wrestling, it's still hard for people. And again, maybe this is an issue of evolution and progression. It was hard to juxtapose sometimes some of the things that took place on that show. Forget about the time travel, but let's say it was the women. And well, this happens in movies and in TV shows where super heroines are beaten down, but it's also in some ways sometimes filmed differently. And number two, it wasn't wrestling. There wasn't this guise of wrestling that there was still, you had to kind of check your brain once in a while. And, and, and Lucha Underground just may have been, look, if nothing else, if this thing doesn't continue on, maybe it was just a failed great experiment that again people can pick the bones from and apply what they want to their own shows or apply what they want to their own vision of what wrestling could be or should be as the future rolls on i can't bag the show altogether but to use that as a defense especially after season one especially with the tone that say might uh, matt striker took on commentary uh when it came to certain things and stuff like that um I don't know. I think it's it's kind of it's kind of flimsy. I just I'm surprised that they they didn't learn from their mistakes. Instead, they doubled down and they doubled down in the public. And to be honest, I'm not. I, I figured the reaction would be in some ways be worse, but the reality is just not enough people watch it to even move the needle with it anymore. All right, I got a bunch of text messages. I got to read right here. This person says, "Was the purpose of the May Young Classic just to set up a four horse women feud?" No. Because when they first announced all of this and got the ball rolling, they had no idea they would be able to get Ronda Rousey. This person says, new to the show, wins the May Young Classic finale and where TV-wise? It's this Tuesday after SmackDown on the WWE Network in the 205 Live slot. That's when the, the new finals talking aired. smack. This person says, I've only seen Kyrie in the May Young Classic, but so far no Asuka rules. Person says, in stardom, yes, Kyrie is better overall in WWE NXT. Not yeah. yet. 
And this person says they are different styles. They're both great, but I think Asuka is better. Her flow from move to move as well as reversals into submissions are works of art. Then again, they so are. is Kyrie's elbow. It's close. God, I wish they'd sign Mako Satomura just for my own personal. Let her have one match against both of them on, in NXT. God, that would make me happy. Other thing that helps Kyrie too right now when it comes to people who are pure NXT or WWE fans and they don't really venture out and certainly don't venture out to watch stardom is look at the matches Kyrie Sane has had. I mean, she's had the pleasure of being able to work with Tessa Blanchard, Bianca Blair, Tony Storm, and Dakota Kai, Evie. So it's not like she doesn't have familiarity, you know, especially in the case of Tony Storm. So it was a really nice – she was able to ease in there really nicely, and they were able to – to really get the best out of, of Kyrie Sane, who, and we talked about this on the Big Audio Nightmare, we're not saying that her her ceiling is is Hogan or Cena level high or anything like that, but the ability to sell merchandise, the ability to be a big baby face, and the ability to hopefully for NXT be the baby face that they've been missing on the women's side that since Bailey's left, and possibly to be that Bailey that Bailey has not been so far on the main roster in the future, that's still all out there for Kyrie Sane right now. Let's go to the phones. Daryl is on the air. Is this Daryl the cat or another Daryl? You're on the air. Daryl, go ahead. It is the cat. It might be Daryl the cat because I'm getting calls. Trying to pick up the line. Daryl, are you there? Go yes, I'm here. I'm sorry. Okay, what's up, dude? Yeah, um, I watched Impact last Turn night. I'm, I'm assuming you did not. I did not watch Impact, no. All right. So during the segment where they addressed the Rosemary Sexy Star issue, um, they showed Jeff Jarrett getting into a pull-apart with La Parca and Vampiro. Am I correct in assuming that that had absolutely nothing to do with the Sexy Star issue? Because it was sort of uh, mentioned in the newsletter. I am the wrong person to ask. I didn't see it. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. I can't answer that question. Could have been creative photography, though. I yeah, guess send, to, to in, it... send in the question to the mailbag. Dave will know. Yeah, because obviously right. in, the, in the, the newsletter this week, Jeff Jarrett did jaw with Johnny Gonzalez, who is a sexy star's husband. Yes, uh, that Got happened. into it with him. Now, whether he got into it with anybody else over that specific situation is a different story. So, you know, who knows? By the way, if you're a fan of GFW, Ed Nordholm was on the show today, WrestlingObserver.com, subscribers only. You can check it out. Everything you ever wanted to know about GFW, their future plans, and what they're going to launch next week, which is a global wrestling network where they will have Impact Wrestling episodes from back in the day. 3,000 hours of Impact on there if you want to check it out. Pay-per-views, all sorts of things. Seven ninety nine a month for the... I guess, premium content, and they will be adding more from other promotions as well. So check it out next week. It will Man, launch when I first, When TNA first started, I was recording it on VHS tapes. I'm sure those VHS tapes are, are destroyed and long gone. I've been a box in the attic, so I'm sure they're shot. But I guess if you wanted to go back and, and, and remember the amazingness that was Elix Skipper's cage walk, which I still can't believe he did, and I still, my God, what a bad idea that was. You can go ahead and do that. Says Medusa posted on Facebook she's heading to the May Young Classic. Maybe she'll film more segments that won't air. It's a shame WWE did that, as I like her a lot. This is from somebody texting in. Yeah, she's apparently on the way, so if she makes television, I guess everything's cool. 
Good. She doesn't make right. television. Everything's not cool. Much rather see her there than Alberto Del Rio in, in GFW, which he's uh, coming was back. Announced. He's back. He's coming back. Sure. He's going to be on the the Bound for Glory show, apparently. Yeah. All right. Bound for Glory. Just think about this. Bound for Glory is going to be Jeff Jarrett versus Alberto El Patron. And first they got rid of Alberto, then they got rid of Jeff. That's quite a match right there. Bringing Alberto back will be John Morrison. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. To the people who thought I was gonna flop Y'all are part of the reason I ain't gonna stop Against the eyes I went hard until I pop Came from the bottom and now I'm standing on top I had dreams and now they all coming true Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Daniel said this in. Disney is launching a new ESPN streaming service in 2018. They purchased tech company BamTech to support the infrastructure. ESPN service launches early 2018 with a Disney streaming service in 2019. It'll be interesting to see the impact on sports rights fees if ESPN goes after UFC and WWE and more. There's an update at www.twst.com if you want to check that out. And that is the news for today. Tomorrow, don't forget, there is a UFC show, Ray Borg off the show. But Amanda Nunez, Valentina Shevchenko is the main event if you want to check that out. We'll be here on Sunday for two full hours. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We have a daily replay every day at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern if you want to check that out. We're available all over the place, including TuneIn Radio. If you grabbed in the TuneIn Radio app for your smartphone, you can search Sports Byline USA and hear the show on the TuneIn Radio app every single one of our airings. So make sure you check that out. And the entire schedule is available by heading to sportsbyline.com. Everything you ever want to know about wrestling is up at wrestlingobserver.com, so make sure you check that out. And we're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers, listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 